wealthy experts, where we are bringing on experts in their field to help us build effectively a wealthy life. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wealthy Experts, where we sit with experts in their field to figure out how we can build a wealthier life and who else should I get on the show but the incomparable Cullen Haynes. Mr. Cullen Haynes has been a partner of uh, LHL Legal Home Loans for many years now. He is one of my good friends who I love to get on the phone and talk words of wisdom with. The man has read more books than anyone that I know. He's done all sorts of courses, talked to coaches. The man has um, devours audio books and is one of very few people that can quote Shakespeare, poetry, off the t- off cuff. Um, he is a magician and just a bundle of energy. It's a joy to have him on the show today. Cullen Haynes, thank you. Thanks so much, Dom. I don't hold a candle to you, my good man, but um, quoting Shakespeare, here we are once more into the breach, dear friends. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, Cullen, mate, what's going on in the world today? What's, what's hap- what are you seeing? How's, how's life? How's, how's um, Emma, the family, your, your puppy Alfie? What's happening over there? Look, Emma, my wife, um, God bless her, is doing very well. She's had six weeks. She broke her arm in lockdown trying to do some exercises, but you know what? She's thriving. Um, she's a teacher, so she's teaching year five and six as well. They're working from home. Um, it's, it's an interesting time in the Haynes, shadow to Haynes household. But, you know, I think everyone is looking forward. My wife, myself, I know you are seeing their teams when we get hopefully back to the new normal in October mid moving forward. I'm seeing a lot of emails come out from Flight Centre to say spots are opening up. Like lights, what I'm noticing is, Lights come in at the end of the tunnel and it's filtering from the pop culture to my clients because clients are calling me every day going, I know things are going to open up soon. Let's get stuff sorted. Wow. Okay. So this is a really good thing to hear. I mean, everyone wants to know where where the market is moving to. What's this, the general sentiment? And Correct. people are talking to you more often than not first. They want to know how much can I afford? And I suppose with that question, for all of you out there, Legal Home Loans is one of the fastest growing mortgage broking businesses in Australia. Um, It won't be long before they will be the biggest. I have no doubt about that, especially with Cullen Haynes at the helm. Um, Now, you're talking to hundreds of clients. and, And what is the sentiment? Do you think that you know, we're going to come out of this, this COVID scenario, uh, you know, all guns blazing, you know, we're going to, it's going to be a boom time or is, is it going to be a bit of a lull and, 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 a, and a slower sort of start to the, you know, the year after we come out of that? I think so. I think it's a great question. And, uh, you know, I'll, t- I'll take it with a pinch of salt because uh, there's a lot of factors that play. I would say, you know, in the property space, people, it is spring buying season, but people are a bit slow to put their houses on the market because of everything going on. Uh, and obviously, all the, I'm reading in the AFR every day, you know, JobKeeper, you know, there's this big hoo-ha about all these companies that got JobKeeper that didn't need it um, or they didn't experience a loss. So it'd be interesting to see what happens come October, November, December, you know, in terms of businesses not having to rely on all those government subsidies. When we return to that new normal, you know, how quickly do we bounce back? From the lending point of view for our clients, though, can I say, um, the banks have never been more willing to, to, to write new credit because they realise that 
um, you know, if they don't, if they turn off the taps, that's going to have a, a trickle down effect to property. And it's like a cyclical thing. There's no one that can get lending. No one can buy property. That That's when it all goes downhill. Um, and they've been very careful not to raise rates too much as well too, because they know that if they go from, you know, like the 1.79, which is the sharpest rate in the market, and then suddenly go up to two to three to four, again, that, that, you know, it just can't happen because people are relying on knowing what their certainty of repayments are. So I would say I'm predicting a bit of a slow, a slow burn, but I think it's going to be like one of those exponential graphs that we're going to build momentum and slowly return back to hopefully where we were or beyond. But the property market is certainly not slowing and you'd agree there, Dom. It's just had the opposite effect of what we all thought it was going to do. Yeah, I think it's a bunch of things. You know, the fact that interest rates are so low that there's just really no stock on the market or even really in, in the foreseeable future. So it's, it's taking Sweetheart's time for things to catch up. So it's going to be interesting to see. But Cullen, you know, you and I talk about many, many different things. Um, I don't want to spend the whole show talking about the real estate market and or even really loans. The reason why I wanted to get you on the show is just because you are quite literally a mountain of knowledge. So I want to talk about wealth now. And please, I want your perspective. What is your definition of being wealthy? What, whatever that is. I, my definition of being wealthy, I would say, and also my definition of success goes hand in hand. Wealth and success is something you attract by the person you become. And that's from my late great mentor, Jim Rohn, who said that very thing. It's not a destination. It's an ongoing journey. Um, your path to success and wealth. Um, and it's one of those things that um, for me being wealthy, there's, a, there's like six categories in my life. There's my relationships, my wife. There's my spiritual. What am I doing to nurture my spiritual being? There's uh, my business that I, I work with. There's my fitness, my health. And I think that that's important to mention that. That's ground level. If your health is not there, you have no wealth and you can't launch and do everything else. Um, so um, it's all not nurturing all those categories and whatnot and um, making sure you're you know, taking the best and leading the rest. And it's interesting with your introduction, you, you know, you mentioned about the, um, you know, the reading and, and, and the whatnot, um, you know, everyone thinks, you know, Cullen doesn't need help. And, you know, he seems to be very happy all the time, but little do they know that I derive my happiness from, you know, self-enrichment. And there are people in my life, apart from my lovely wife, Emma, who supports me, I do have a, a life coach that helps me, um, you know, and helps me get to where I want to be. That's the investment I make in myself. Um, and also UPW, Unleash the Power Within. I've taken two days off work, um, Friday and Monday, along with the weekend, to deep dive into myself to see what things, what tweaks can I make in those categories of my life to take it to the next level. So I would say success and wealth goes hand in hand. And it's all about, we you know, you only get out what you put in. And you, if you keep on doing what you've always done, I know it sounds simple, but you always get what you've always got. Um, so, you know, it's important that not only do you make those investments um, in yourself, but you say it all the time as well, Dom, surround yourself with the right people. You are the product of probably the five people you spend the most time with. So if you want to get a certain place, if you want to know property, you need to have a gun like you on your side. If you want to take your accounting to the next level, you need to have a great accountant on your side. Um, if you want to, you know, get fit, 
you know, I, I signed up with F45 because I'm a runner. So I'm a skinny, skinny guy. I wanted to build muscle. So I joined F45 because I need to build my muscle. I know, I, I realize there's a lack there. I need to do that. So um, it's making those investments and getting the right team about you. And there's no shame in putting up your hand and saying, I don't know how to do this. I need to get someone to teach me. So if, if, if I'm hearing you correctly, a wealthy life for you really is about continual self-development. It's, it's that pursuit. It's being aware of the categories that mean most to you and then making constant tweaks to just keep on bettering yourself. It isn't, it isn't an end state. It isn't a plateau. Correct. It isn't a boat. It isn't one key defining moment. It isn't a destination. It's about the continual development. Well said, Dom. I think that's, that's a great, that's a great summary. Um, I'm always, of the, and I tell my team this, it's not about being better than anyone else. It's about being better than who you were yesterday. So, um, and I'm not an advocate of striving and never arriving. It's not about, you know, getting to that goal and then being unhappy and then going to the next goal. It's, it's, it's about, you know, you, you, the goals are there, but once you get them, you're naturally going to, you know, you need to go through a goal reset. Um, so I'm a huge advocate of goal setting and writing. I write my goals down every, actually every day. Um, and I started doing that about two years ago. I used to do them every six to 12 months. You know, Tony Robbins talks about that, but I realized that, um, you know, if, unless you're looking at your goals every day, they could be changing. There's goals that I write down that I don't know where they come from. And, and it's like, you know, this has just come to me and I really want to explore that. And then there's other goals that are just there every day until I get them. You know, one of my goals this this year in the next six to 12 months is to write my first book. I'm going to definitely do that. And I want to do that. Um, and I think it'll validate everything that the journey you and I have gone through, Dom, because we kind of started our businesses at the same time. Um, but also just condensing that knowledge that I've learned and just putting it out there in the world, because, you know, it's all great for you and me to succeed, but I'd love to see people just take the, some of the lessons that I've learned. And I know you've learned and be able to take that and attach it to their own life and business and just win big off them. Because um, I see it all the time. You know, um, people think it's about who, 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 you know, it's not, it's about who knows you. And if you want your business to you're taking, looking at just the business segment, if you want your business to blow up, you need to get your name out there. You need omnipresence. You need to be the expert leader like yourself in your field. And you need to give, 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 then ask. And I think people get that so wrong. And, you know, when you connect with someone on LinkedIn, they'll give you this big block of text. There's no value. It's all about, you know, hey, great to be connected. Use the voicemail feature. Hey, great to be connected. Looking forward to learning more from your updates and um, love to know what you're reading. Be great. And then just let that sit and grow slowly. So it, it, it's so many facets that we can talk about there. But I'd say that's, that's probably the number one is just that ongoing journey. It's, it's not a destination in my mind. And Cullen, I mean, it's it's almost hard for me to ask this next question Please. because I feel like you've already answered it in 200 ways. Let's just say that. Um, what I was going to say next is, you know, what is the 1% wealth hack? What's that one little thing that, you know, I could change today, the people that are listening and watching could change today to build a wealthier life? One thing. One, one little thing, thing. One thing, purchase a spiral binder, get yourself a journal, and believe me, write it down. Socrates once said, the unreflective life is not worth living. You need to be able to take stock. That is the first 
like actually saying where, an honest view, where am I right now? Just a, a column. Where am I right now on the left side? And where do I want to be on the right side? Most people don't know where they are. They don't know what they want and how can they ever aspire to know what their goals are or be wealthy without actually taking that honest stock of where they are now. I'm a big, I know I, I, I preach it in my posts and everything about journaling. I think this written word needs to come back in this digital age. And I think people need to take time for themselves, get off the phones, get off the, the computers, just take, it can only be like 10 to 15 minutes in the morning or the evening, but just take that time for yourself and write down where you are and where you want to be. And it'll surprise people, honestly, because once they get rid of the distractions, it can be quite scary. But I think that's a 1% hack of actually, you know, it's scary taking that stock, taking the time and write down where you are and where you want to be. I think that's brilliant. That was actually one of the, the first things that I started doing to, to make progress in my life. Correct. I started, I, I took a minute to myself actually what what used to happen is i'd travel to work back in the days yep. when you'd sit on a train and travel for 30 <laughs> minutes yes um and i'd use that time to sort of reflect on where i where i was what i was doing and then almost allow myself a minute to dream about where i wanted to go how i could get there what does future dom look like and what does that yep. fulfilled person how do how do they behave how do people respond to me and you can start to connect those dots. And what's really Correct. interesting, I've been doing it for, well, I, I'm, I just turned 34 the other day. So I've been Happy doing- Happy birthday, it. by the way, mate. Belated. Thanks, mate. I've been doing it for maybe 15 years or something. And it's, it's uh, probably certainly 10 years, maybe a bit more than that. And, and the other day when I was moving houses, I pulled the garbage bag out and it was just full of books. And I started going through it. And it's incredible to see- how many things you'll actually start to tick off your list over a certain time frame? And it was funny to me because I saw stuff that I wanted for me when I was 30 and what I wanted for 35. And I realized some stuff, um, I got the timing wrong and I, did, I got it later. And some stuff, it was just, it's, it's incubating and yet to achieve them. But journaling, really, really good one. I really like that, Colin. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. I think I'm on the same train. I'm on success journal number 29, Dom. And um, I, I put, I, I've got the other 28 out the back and it, it was so amazing to go through them and actually see what 21-year-old Cullen's dreams were compared to what 33-year-old Cullen's dreams are now. If your dreams are the same within the space of 12 years, there's something wrong. All I'm going to say is it needs to be changing every year. Well, yeah, you, you certainly are. And, you know, on that then, what's, and this is going to be hard for you, What's one thing that you've learned recently? I, I see your posts. You're reading, I don't know, three books a day or something. I don't know, something stupid. But you're reading certainly more than a book, a book, a book a week or something. But what's one thing that caused you to stop and reflect and go, that was that was that was really meaningful to me. That that was a, a really interesting quote or you know, um, something you heard or saw. What's something you can share with us today that you saw recently? I think it, um, it, what I learned recently, especially pertinent for business owners and entrepreneurs and whatnot, is, um, you know, who is there to say no to you and who is there to inspire you? Because usually most of the time when you're building a business, you're usually up at the top, but there's no one there helping you. 
Um, and what I learned recently, despite all the self-enrichment stuff I've invested in, I think the biggest move, and I only got that life coach recently, was when they said, Cullen, you know, you know, everyone probably on the outside thinks you're doing great and they're thinking, why are you investing in that? You don't need to take your life to the next level kind of thing. But for me, it was really interesting because it was at a point in my life where I actually derive great pleasure for someone being able to say, hey, Cullen, what, you know, taking stock of what you are from the outside, what I can see, I know you're not taking this to the next level. I know you've got a little bit more. And actually having someone who bakes for the baker, right? Someone actually coming to you and saying, hey, I think you've got more potential in there. And I think that's the biggest thing that I learned is because if you go to your friends and family, Dom, I know you. If you ask one of your friends and family, hey, do you think I'm doing well? They go, mate, you are killing it. But to have someone else come out from outside and give you that honest, raw feedback in like, hey, I think you can take it to the next level. I think that's invaluable. So not everyone is at that stage where they probably need to invest in that kind of life coach, but maybe there's a program that you've always wanted to do, or there's that, um, you know, book that you've always wanted to spend time doing. I would, I would encourage you to do that and follow your nose because your friends and family, although they mean well, they love you and they don't want to see you hurt. And it's usually, it's from a place of love, but usually it's the most, um, I always say your friends and family's opinions are probably the most damaging because they're probably um, the, the most, um, I guess, damaging thing you can ever hear is good job because they'll say you're doing a good job, but you know your potential could be so much more. Now, I'm not advocating people to be megalomaniacs and, you know, want a billion dollars and whatnot. It's success, whatever success means to you, it can be, you know, starting a charity or getting your health or starting your own um uh, you know, yoga business or whatever that means to you, do it. And for me, it was having that honest feedback. And that's what's inspired me to say, hey, I need to write that book. I need to get those things out there. And that's that's a goal that hopefully you'll see come out into fruition in the next six to 12 months, Dom. I'm sure I will. And I think that that's really, really good feedback. It's, it's important when you get to a certain point in your life and you are a boss or you're a leader in your space, it's important to have people around it, around you that can say no, that yes. have that perspective and know what you're about and, and, and will demand more from you. Because you're right, your family's a very, your family and friends have ideas of you and they can fit you into a box. Correct. They can almost create, they've almost got a persona or an idea of what you are <laughs> today, Correct. but not necessarily know where you could go or what you aspire to become so it's it's they're seeing skin on you today but when you outgrow it that skin's going to fall apart so that's correct like a snake in some ways so i think (laughs) it is important to have people around you that that do say no that see more and and that push you harder i mean if that's what you want that's if that's what you want exactly and just and what i will say when you start making these changes when you start journaling when you start to get up that extra bit early, when you start to go to the gym or start running or do whatever, or go to these courses, your loved ones will say to you, hey, what's going on, Billy, Jenny? We love <laughs> you just the way you are. Don't change. But if it's true for you, if it's not hurting anyone else, you just need to explain to them, thank you so much for that gift. Thank you for your feedback. What I'm doing is to try and take myself to the next level so I can you know, give back more. So although it may seem different to what I was doing before, I really need to explore this and do it for myself. And if they really love you, they'll say, I understand why you need to do it. Go. Well, mate, just to, just to reflect very quickly on your story, I'm going to share a little bit about Cullen. Um, 
he made a very brave move many years ago. He jumped out of Macquarie Bank, you know, senior executive, growing very, very quickly to jump into a, a little known business of one person. And, you know, Mr. Andrew bet- Johnson, what a legend, by the way. And, and, and a lot of people would have said, this is crazy. This is lunacy. Like you're, you're going off to buy your own home. You want to start a family soon. What the hell kind of move is this? You don't jump out of an investment bank into, you know, the ether, but you did it. And and now the business is where it is today. So congratulations for that. And it, it is to say that your friends and family aren't always the best people to go and get advice from. No. And Emma, as my, like, I love, I love her to death, but she was the most scared about my decision. Well, yeah, um, she had <laughs> the most to gain and lose. Well, she had a lot of, um, she obviously um, is a teacher in a, in a quite an affluent sort of school and whatnot. And a lot of the um, parents know Macquarie and knew my position there and said, oh, let, tell Cullen to stay there. He'll be fine. Next five, 10 years, he'll be fine. Uh, but I was reading a book at that time, Dom, and it was a, a, not a self-help book. It's actually a Russian novel, very depressing. It's called The Death of Ivan Illich by Leo Tolstoy. And it tells the story of a lawyer who became a very successful barrister, who then became a judge. So very successful. But he always hated his life because he felt that he was pushed into it by his family, his wife and whatnot. And and I gave away that the name of the book gives away the story, the death of Ivan Illich. You know this man is going to die. But the end of the book, it's quite interesting. He looks up at his wife on his deathbed and he thinks, what if my life was wrong and it could have been different? So I basically finished that book at Macquarie at the crossroads where Andrew Johnson, bless his heart, said, Cullen, come and join me. It's just me, but we need to take this world by storm. And I looked at that and thought, you know what? If I say no to this and I keep on going, I won't know what future I could have lived. And I'll always be wondering, what if my life could have been different if I made that decision? So I actually made that decision right then and there. You know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. Macquarie, God bless them. We, I, we do business with them every day. They're not going out of business. Shamira, the number one CEO, female CEO in Australia is earning 18 million. They're doing fine. I'm sure if I needed to, Macquarie will always be there, but I, luckily I don't need to go back there. And that's the decision I made. And I'm a physics major by background. So I know that somewhere in life, there is another version of Cullen living very happily, I might add, but still at Macquarie. But luckily I chose the road not traveled by and that has made all the difference. And here we are today talking with your good self, Dom. Well, on that note, I mean, now we're going to move to the next section, which is, you know, um, it's about leaning on the network, this professional network with people that are watching that are a part of it. And it's about how can you help others and then how can they help you? So today, can you tell the audience, people listening and watching um, what you can do to help them? What's your area of expertise and, and who out there you're most appropriate to, how they can reach out to you for this specific thing? Of course. So my, um, our, our firm, Legal Home Loans, looking at it from professionally, we help lawyers self-actualize through finance, residential, commercial, asset finance, technology finance. So if you are a lawyer, barrister, firm owner or partner, Rest assured, we are the only broker in Australia for lawyers accredited with many, if not, we are only not accredited with two or three law societies. Most of the major law societies we're accredited with and partners with. And best of all, there are benefits being a lawyer that not many banks know about and a lot of the brokers don't know about. And the main one being you can borrow investment, owner-occupied construction, 10%. No lender's mortgage insurance. And being 
that all our clients, 95% of them are lawyers. We know which bank will do it, how long it's going to take. And basically your time as a lawyer is too valuable to go from bank to bank, broker to broker and waste your billable hour. One call to us puts you in contact with over 30 lenders and we get it done on your behalf. And you know, that's what our clients love. They're not doing it because it makes them feel good. We, we, and a lot of our clients, most of the time it's like, hey, John, your loan settled. Yep, Cullen, anything else? Nope, that's fine. Click. They expect the highest um, service from us. We deliver and we're doing it to help them because we know their time is valuable and we want them to be able to spend their valuable time, not hunting for the best loan, but with their family, with their clients. So we, we pride ourselves on that. We've got 15 people in our team now and all our team are driven and they love serving lawyers every day. So if you're a lawyer, that's the main thing. Come and talk to us. We are more than happy to, to help. And you'll see us all over the place. New South Wales Law Society, Vic Bar Association, WA Law Society. Socials is where you and me live, Dom. So you'll see us on the LinkedIn, Instagram. So yeah, feel free to get in contact. If you're not a lawyer, um, my personal mantra is, you know, leave everyone you meet better than you found them. So my personal mantra on LinkedIn and my personal feed on the socials is just to put out positive content to help you grow, think, and take your life to the next level. You'll never, ever see any posts coming from me with a negative slant or anything that makes anyone else feel bad. I, I got told by my mentor back in the day, Cullen, there are two ways to have the tallest building in the city. One of the ways is to try and tear everyone else down. But the other way, and the way you should focus on, is just to concentrate on building your own building up. And, that, and that's all I'm trying to do is, you know, through this journey that you and I, Dom, Andrew, everyone in our business has gone through, just putting out that positive content and saying, hey, this is working. This is what I found is working. This is what's working around managing a remote sales team. And you know what? You, I, and I'm going to tell you, you put yourself out there, you're going to get lovers, and you're going to get haters. I get people not following me every day because of the content I felt. Um, for every one follower that leaves me, I get 10 followers that do follow me. So just remember, it's not always going to be smiles and rainbows when you put yourself out there. But the, the, you, if you're talking to your tribe, it doesn't matter. The people that don't that stop following you or, or troll you online or anything like that, they're not the people that um, you're following anyway. And I actually love... Uh, people when they troll my comments and whatnot because I always say love me or hate me at least now you know me and it just increases the boost and the engagement so please negative or positive comments please put them in we love them Dom we love them <laughs> it's a good point actually so you know before we do go to the next question any of you out there you've got comments questions things that you disagree with agree with just let us know put it we, in there please yeah we want to know Cullen last question give it to and me this- mate we're ready and this is about um, uh, how we can help you, whether it's in uh, business, if you, I don't know, want to buy a car, marketing, you're painting your house. I don't know. What can our audience members, people listening, watching do to help you today? What do you need uh, help with? What do, what do I need help with personally, Cullen? Um, what I need help with is I need to know if... I was to write that book we talked about, Dom. What would you want to know? What are the top 20 things you want to know um, launching your business, social media, LinkedIn, that you wish um, someone had told you and guided you with? That would help me. 
for the business side of things, um, I'd love to know and, um, you know, really want to understand what do people actually have questions about with their lending? Because we had just assumed that everyone knows what P&I, construction loans, you know, all the acronyms we need. But it, it, I think we've, we kind of missed the fundamentals and the basics. I would really love to know what it is that you have questions about. And I bet it's the most simplest questions that most people have, like what does interest only mean? What is an offset account? All those kind of things. I'd just love to know in a poll what those kind of things you want to know. So I that can help me better serve you because I know what the blind spot is for most people. That would really help me. So what you're after is people to reach out and give you questions about what they're thinking about inside their business or things Please. that are hitting them. That's a personal also, side of things. Yep. And then, and then for the business side of things, what are their lending questions? No, what like, are their no lending questions? Yeah. Because that will help us because it's like at school, right, Dom? The teacher yeah. asks, what's your question? And then you don't want to put your hand up because you think it's a stupid question. But usually that question you have, 20 other people have the same question. And yeah. you asking that question will help everyone. So look, we, we feel pretty um, proud and we're learning every day based on the data we have. We know the questions that legal professionals have. We know the pain points we have, but you know, there's always another level. And I bet there's some more things that we can continue to learn about on this journey because you never, like, you never stop learning and you shouldn't stop learning in school. It should be an ongoing journey. And I think that's a, that's a good little uh, um, segue we've gotten in on this, the ongoing journey. Maybe we put that as the title, Don. Yeah, continual, continual development. So, so, Cullen, thank you very much for joining me today. I know that you're a busy man. Your phone's vibrating in the background there. You've got plenty <laughs> to do. I want to say thank you again. I appreciate you, all the effort that you're putting into your, your, um, your, your own shows, your podcasts, your content. So all of you out there, any questions for Colin, let him know. If you've liked this, like it, subscribe, send it to your friends. Dislike um, it, dislike it, please. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, have an awesome day. And to all of you, have a great day. We'll catch you all the next uh, Wealthy Experts podcast. Catch you later. Thanks. Be great, everyone.